the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. Yes, you are. It's Jennifer here, and I have Peggy Sue Wells today with us, and she talks about the 10 best decisions that a single mom can make. She had three girls and then a son and then three more girls, so seven children's seven children and a single mom. Welcome, Peggy Sue. Hi, Jennifer. <laughs> That's a lot. You had a lot on your plate. Uh, it's making my brain explode. Just imagining a single mom of seven, that is very difficult. I want you to share today. Tell us how you, how did, how was this possible? How did you emotionally support your kids? Mm. Well, one story that you'll appreciate, I can remember walking into a pizza place one time with my kids, and the little gal at the counter looks up and she goes, oh, we're not taking groups today. <laughs> We're not a group. This is, this is us. And whenever we go into a restaurant, you know, we, you come with a group of, group of people and somebody's like, oh, can we move tables? And my kids are like, yeah, we do it all the time. <laughs> we just move tables together. But as far as, like, having healthy relationships and then being able to get along well with people, Romans twelve eighteen, Paul says, if possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. And if we're doing our best to live peaceably, then why is there conflict that continues to escalate between those we love, with our neighbors, our community members, and then on a larger scale with political parties and world governments? And as I was watching things happen where sometimes you have family members, because I have kids that are grown, and, you know, there's in-laws and outlaws and the whole nine yards and friends. And and Mm. I noticed sometimes as we would come together, it's almost like there was this feeling of we sort of emotionally abuse one another and then have pie. And I thought, oh, oh. God, what is, what's happening here? And I said, you know, I read this verse, you know, Romans twelve eighteen, and I said, well, God, clearly I'm doing my part. It's all those other people, you know, you need to deal <laughs> with them. And then how God does where it's like, yeah, you know what, it's never about them. It's always about you. And so having a mentor is really good. Mm-hmm. And so... I realized, okay, God, what can you teach me? And this is what he showed me. One morning, my number six daughter, Hannah, she was a teenager. She woke up, and she's just grousing around the house. And so being the mom, I went into mom mode of let's cheer her up. So I made tea, and I made pancakes, and I told a few jokes. And Hannah did not laugh at my jokes, and the tea got cold, and she just sat there and pushed this pancake around on her plate. Mm. So in that moment, I'm feeling rejected. That's the first R. It all starts with rejection. And so in that rejection, I made up a story. And the story I made up in my head was, you know what? She'd rather be anywhere on Saturday morning than stuck home here with me. And so I don't like feeling rejected. So then the next R that I move into is resentment. Mm -hmm. And you can tell with resentment when I'm there because you'll hear it in my voice. I'll say things like, you know, I'm not perfect, but, or she should do that, or he needs to do that. And so you hear that, that's the resentment. And then 
From resentment, I moved into resistance. I was like, okay, fine. You're not going to look at me at the table? I won't look at you. You're not going to talk to me? I won't talk to you. So if you've ever given or received the silent treatment, that's being in resistance. And so I was there, and then the next R that happens after that is revenge. And I'm sitting there thinking, my heart is hurting. My feelings are hurting. I want her to know that I'm hurting, so how would I do that? Well, I would set something up where she feels crummy, too. Then she'll know how it feels because that mm-hmm. reeks of maturity. And so the, the words that bubbled up in my brain that I would have said in the past would have been, Hey, uh, when are you going to clean your room? Um, <laughs> are you caught up on your homework? You know, you got to keep those grades above mm-hmm. C level. Mm-hmm. Here's the stilettos that come out of my mouth. And when I hear women now, because this is what we do, when I hear women saying things that have those barbs to them, I realize there is an unresolved hurt in that woman's heart. Yeah. And that's where these, this is coming from. So then after the revenge, the next one would be, if I did say that to my daughter, what is she going to do? She's going to feel attacked. She's going to backpedal like, whoa, stay away from her. She's on the war path, right? Yeah, right. so So then if she would back up, then I would feel rejected again. And so then we go into the fifth R, which is repeat. We would just repeat the cycle over and over again. So the five R's I noticed that were in um, our relationships are rejection, resentment, resistance, revenge, and repeat. Luckily, God was working with me and showing me this. And so when I got to the revenge part, right about the time I was ready to say something about her room, instead I said, oh, I'm in the five R's. So instead I said, Hannah, the story I'm making up in my head right now is that I stink as a mom and you'd rather be anywhere else on Saturday morning than here with me. And she kind of blinked, you know, and, like, looked up like she was just coming into the current century. And she <laughs> said, Mom, I just found out the boy I babysit for has leukemia. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with me. Right. But that's where I go. And when I take a situation like that and I make up a story around it, it's always negative towards myself. And then that story that I made up in my head becomes my reality, and then that's how I would have interacted with her from then forward. Well, and I, I think when you've been rejected truth. in a marriage, then it would be easy to fall into the five R's, to, to start with that rejection, because you're already, if you're in the midst of a divorce or you're going, you know, you're a new single mom, you're, you're, you're in a rejected state already to begin with. And so when then when the kids might you know pull away from you like that at the beginning you'd be really tempted to jump right back into that rejection thinking right absolutely and not just that not just the mom but the kids are feeling the same thing yes. and then you've got your co-workers and your neighbors and then you know the people at, at, at church and it just builds up so what, what I've learned from this and my daughters and I have worked on this together but recently when the youngest got married and so we have all these very opinionated strong-willed people that are going to say, how can we make this thing be the best wedding ever? And they all have opinions. <laughs> what, right? Yes. What, I mean, if you want drama, have a wedding in your family. <laughs> and so I, um, one of the daughters that was planning the bridal shower said to me, hey, mom, is so-and-so coming? 
And I said, well, I've called twice, haven't heard back. Okay, do you <laughs> hear the story I just made up in my head? Yeah, the rejection story. Out, yeah, coming out my mouth. And so my daughter at that point said, so, Mom, what are the facts? And I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> right? I was like, oh, yeah, the facts. The facts are I called twice, haven't heard back. I'll call again. That's good. It com completely changes it. And so if you want to stay out of the five R's, the first thing to do is to stay with the facts. Stay with the facts. You know what I called twice, I haven't heard back. You know what? Hannah got up and she's browsing around the house this morning. If you leave the facts with the facts, Mm -hmm. There's no story that comes and you don't go into the five R's. It's the best thing that you can do. And when you have some people around you that can say, oh, what are the facts to that? What are the facts? And you're like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. And so that was the first part about staying out of rejection is stick to the facts. Whenever I feel rejected, instead of stepping off into the prey to the five R's, what are the facts? When I find myself that I've already gone into resentment, I'm saying, well, they need to, they should. You know, I'm not perfect, but... I need to shift that into gratitude. You know what? I'm really glad that we get to do this together. I'm glad that I'm in, you know, doing life together with this person. I'm really glad that I have um, church services where we interact. Change my vocabulary to gratitude yeah. because if you hear me saying somebody needs, should, or whatever, then you know I'm in resentment. And so yeah. I can hear it. Then go, going into resistance when you do the silent treatment, the opposite of that is to engage. Have that conversation with somebody. Or just say, break out, you know, some a game. Hey, you want to play a game? Hey, do you want to take a walk? Just re-engage with them. Make eye contact. You generally find people do what they do for their own reasons. It has really nothing to do with you. So this really and goes then, both ways. It goes from the parents to the kids, but it also goes for the kids to the parents. Kids can resist absolutely. their parents. Yeah, it goes both both ways. So we have a two two minute warning. So tell what about revenge and and repeat? What do we do if we're on those in those two modes? If you're in revenge, then you need to give. You need to be generous. And sometimes the person that you feel revenge towards isn't somebody you can be with safely. Then find somebody else to be generous with, because otherwise I turn bitter and I can walk into a room and suck all the good air right out of it. And so that's why getting out of the five R's is good. And then the last one is repeat. We fall into roles. You get together at the holidays, aunt so-and-so is not speaking to somebody, somebody else pouts to get their way. Those are the roles that we fall into. And so instead what you want to do is drop your expectations. Don't have an expectation I like that you have to behave a mm -hmm. certain way. Mm -hmm. How, so you just would drop the expectation that we're going to have this tea and pancake perfect mother-daughter breakfast moment, but instead you you got to the bottom of it. You got to the fact that she was really upset that, her friend is sick mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and none of us want to be feeling like somebody has an expectation about me I will walk past you in the grocery store and you could get offended the truth is I didn't see you I was thinking about my daughter and the little boy she babysits mm -hmm. so we need to not put those expectations on one another because we will let each other down every time not on purpose yes we can't read minds <laughs> And so once we, we realize that we are in this cycle, this destroying cycle, it's really helpful to know those. So those were rejection, resentment, resistance, revenge, and then you repeat. So we don't okay. want to stay in those, but we want to replace those five R's with life-giving relationship habits. Thank you so much, Peggy Sue, for just helping us to see if we're in that cycle and where we're at in that pattern and just being an encouragement to single moms. I hope you'll stay with us for one more show and we will be back 
tomorrow. So you've been listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson. And if you want to learn more about this show, go to jennifer-jackson.com. Thank you so much for joining us today. You've been listening to Simply for Women. that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcast, or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.